tuning in to the online broadcast network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries, and your number one source for after-show entertainment. <laughs> TV, the destination for TV superfans, producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Thank you for tuning in to After Buzz TV Spotlight On. I'm your host, Kiki Ayers, but no one's going to care about who I am because with me is a special, <laughs> amazing, sexy, <laughs> sexy guest in the studio. Mm, sexy, twice. Sexy, yes, right. extra sexy. <laughs> <laughs> the girls are watching are like, yeah, he is. Well, well I, yeah, I, I he care is. about you, Kiki. So. Oh, thank you. And you two are sexy. How thank about you. That? Oh, thank you. All right. <laughs> well, he recently starred in Lifetime Movie Seasons of Love, but you guys know him as Terrence Wall on the amazing show Hit the Floor on VH1. So, with me is Robert Christopher Riley, aka Rob Riley, aka Sexy Chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> drop the mic, drop the mic. I'm out this. <laughs> How you doing, love? I'm doing fantastic. We're How you doing? So excited to have you here. I Thank feel like you. you're definitely a part of the After Buzz family. I am. I love the we After Buzz love family. Having you yeah, here. We're after buzzing, girl. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so let's take it back to the beginning. So. Okay. I know your mom is from Trinidad. My yes. mom's from Trinidad too, so I already, know, I already know how that goes. Oh, hold on, oh. Minute, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. All right, and your, dad, your dad's from Barbados. Yes, yes. So, how was it growing up in that West Indian household? Um, I mean, well, I grew up with just my mother and my grandmother, so I grew up with uh, the Trinidadian influence. Right. But, um, I mean, it was amazing. I wouldn't trade it for anything, to be perfectly honest. I grew up in Flatbush, Brooklyn. Um, shout out to Flatbush yes. um, and everybody in Brooklyn and New York City, for that matter. Uh, and um, it was it was great. I grew up Catholic. I was like an altar boy. Right. I was a Boy Scout. I played football. But, um, you know, I was also really, really Caribbean. Right. So every Labor Day, I was out there, you know. Right. And, like, my godfather was uh, an announcer at, like, soccer matches at Boys and Girls High. And, awesome. and, like, <laughs> you know, and I ate Caribbean food for breakfast and for yeah. dinner because my grandmother was cooking. So, I mean, it was great to this day. So, you know, some curry chicken roti is still my favorite yes. dish. And I can make the uh, curry chicken with the roti skins I haven't figured out yet. My mom made me some roti last night. She's what? visiting. I was so excited. I, 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 oh, I hate it though. I'm sorry. You knew today <laughs> was sorry. coming. We could have had I hate it all. My brother's re- greedy so you know that's what happened. Woke it's up right. See, It's okay because I got some roti skins in the freezer. <laughs> Little do you know and I make the, ch- the curry chicken myself, so. Okay, yeah. we'll, we'll, next time we'll, next we'll time. have a potluck. All right, all right, all right, darling. Next time, you hear that? She cooking, I eating. <laughs> <laughs> so did you have any challenges as a child growing up? Uh, Maybe I mean, get picked on? Sh- you know what? I was uh, I was a nerd when I was a kid. Um, uh-huh. I was also the king of the skinny punks club. Uh, <laughs> you know, I know I got some muscle on me now, but I didn't always look like, like this. Times up, <laughs> things don't change, y'all. Uh, no, um, yeah, there were challenges. I, I was a nerd when I was younger, but um, I, I mean, I, I can't say I got picked on by anybody aside from my brother. Thanks, Sean. Shout out to my brother, Sugar <laughs> Sean Riley, comedian, in New York City. Um, yeah, no, I, I mean. Things were all right. I, I, I can't complain. I, I even though I was a nerd, I, I hung out with the friends that I hung out with, right. and you know, I, I'm you're from New York. You, you're gonna get 
this might sound terrible, but it, in, at some point in New York City, you're going to get stuck up. Right. If you live there, if you grow up there and live there your whole life, someone's <laughs> going to take something from you that, that you don't want. So that <laughs> happened, but I don't look at that as like some, you know, incredible challenge. Right. I'm, Absolutely. I'm really happy with, uh, even the bad things that I experienced growing up. You know, I saw stuff that you're not supposed to see as a kid, um, Absolutely. growing up in Flatbush, Brooklyn. Um, and I don't need to, to delve in, in, into that too much, but, um, I'm thankful that I saw that because it made me who I am, you know. Uh, that's part of why people from New York and Brooklyn are so proud of that. And they, they kind of come off like assholes a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> I know. <laughs> like, hey, 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 look, all right, we get it. You're from Brooklyn. I'm like, no, but it was really tough getting out of there. Absolutely. Not that there aren't other, you know, tough places in, in the country and in the world um, and some even tougher. But it's just, it's just a pride that we have. So I wouldn't I wouldn't trade it all. And I, I can't belabor any particular obstacles in my childhood or growing up okay that's good that's a good thing i'm glad you know it could have been a whole different conversation i would have felt bad yeah thanks mom (laughs) love you shout out to mom yeah yeah. exactly (laughs) tnt massive oh god so do you i know you have a brother do you have any other siblings no no just him well i've got some uh some half siblings my my father um you know some kids uh before and after us um before and after his marriage to my mother and um i don't I, i know one of them so yeah. yeah yeah there's that mark shout out to mark riley how you doing <laughs> i haven't spoken to you in years but somebody will probably show you know show you this and you're like oh my god you're related to that guy yeah definitely. On television. like yeah. i told you i was really <laughs> well i mean mark's a successful guy so he's yeah. you know he's got a child now and he's uh you know does well for himself so that's good yeah yeah successful but, people in the family yeah, but i've got one, one brother one you know my real brother right, after sean. That she grew up with. yeah yeah he's three years older than me and a pain in my ass and, of course yeah love him to death though <laughs> so in high school you were in drama club no you weren't no not at all this acting thing did not come about until lehigh university in high school wow. i played football and i went to class you just that's it that was all i did there was nothing else to do football did you get, good, grade, did you get good grades in high school i got really good grades that's in high good. school yeah. mama don't play <laughs> no no my mother would have killed me in new york i like to say i wasn't afraid of the police or anyone like that i was afraid of my mother because inevitably you would have to bring me home exactly. so i had to do what my mother wanted me to do which was go to school and then she put me in football and any other number of things that would uh instill that discipline in me that was lacking because i didn't have a father at home Absolutely. So, you know, it was, uh, again, thanks, Mom. And coaches and everybody else. Absolutely. Take the village. It sure (laughs) sure does. That is, uh, that's not a joke. That's not a joke at all. No. So, you kind of took a different route because a lot of people either do acting and they don't do school or one or the other or they drop out of school to do acting. But you didn't, you got your master's. Uh, Yes, yes. I have a master's. I'm proud of it too. That's great. That's great. I've got a master of fine arts and acting from Ohio University. Um, and, uh, you know, I'm I'm classically trained, which means basically means I do that old Shakespeare <laughs> stuff. Right, yeah. Um that's what most people would think it is. But it's it's all classical literature. Um and uh it's that's again another thing that I wouldn't trade for anything. Coming up through the theater, having been on Broadway before I ever tasted any of this television or film stuff or commercials or even radio, because I do voiceovers as well. Yeah. Um having come up in the theater just I don't know. It instills a work ethic in you. It, it instills a, a a passion for teamwork. Um, and at the end of the day, you you understand that telling the story is what's the most important. Mm-hmm. And uh, not speaking about anyone in particular, but I think sometimes that gets lost. Uh, it gets lost on stage too. When in, in, in a lot of big productions, you know, when art meets commerce, it's always a little bit funky. But a, a lot of times in television and film. Uh, you know, things, it seems to get lost and, 
uh, people seem to be more concerned about uh, their selves and, and their celebrity and their cachet because that's what we make money on. That's right. Um, and it may lead you to do things when you're telling a story that have nothing to do with the story right. but are self-serving. And I think the theater will steer you away from that because it's not about me, me, me. It's about the story. And if you're not talking, you better be listening to that person on stage because somebody else might be watching you and not them. And on camera, they, the director tells you where to look, whereas on the stage, people can look wherever you want. So third spear carrier to the left and the back, you better be on point. You know? No breaks. <laughs> no, breaks. <laughs> no breaks. That curtain goes up, have your shit together. Well, was there ever a time that you thought about like dropping out? Because usually people <laughs> yeah. have talent. They're like, ah, forget this. Look, I'm not doing the school thing. This might sound terrible, but I think like dropping out of school? Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, my mother no? would have killed me. No, that's it, that was your first thought when you when yeah, you thought about it. Yeah, I could have okay. never dropped out of school. I thought you were talking about like quitting acting. Oh, you uh, did though. Oh yeah, that happens all the time. Why? I mean, it's a, it's a tough business. Uh, I've been very very successful. Mm-hmm. I, I was in I was on Broadway eighteen months out of grad school. Right. You know, and um and was back on Broadway a year after that, and in between that time had done off Broadway and came out here and done some television and did national commercials. And even with all of that success, there are days when. There's a, you, you know, you didn't do well on that audition or that audition got canceled or you hear you didn't get that job or you're on a veil and then you, you, you don't get it. And, and, uh, you know, maybe your bank account's starting to run low right. or, or something else is going on in your life. And you start to think, you know, the uncertainty that this business brings may not be the best thing for me. And, Absolutely. and I might want to go, uh, you know, go do something else. But, uh, just like I couldn't drop out of school because my mother, yeah. when, uh, the last time that I thought about that, which was in 2009, um, my mother was the one that wouldn't let me do it. That's so sweet. Yeah, I yeah. Love, yeah. Shout out to moms. Yeah, <laughs> moms, you'll never see this. And you're like 70 years old. You can barely work your iPad. Um, even if I showed this to you, you would probably stop paying attention to it at some point. But I love you to death. And, uh, you know, but we've, anybody who's, knows about anything about me knows i yeah i do a lot for her so that's good as in i do this for her not i do a lot for her right right, yeah yeah yeah. so i know one of your broadway plays was cat on a hot tin roof oh yeah and terrence howard did that before you was there so much pressure to fulfill that role and yeah yeah yeah. listen all right terrence terrence Terrence, first of all terrence i haven't spoken (laughs) to you in years you probably won't see this either but maybe somebody (laughs) that knows you again will see it and say yo this dude was talking very highly about you terrence is the man absolutely Uh, i don't uh I haven't told this story publicly very many times, but um, you know, when Terrence first came to uh, the rehearsal, well, I, I was I, when I first came to the rehearsal because I got there a week after everyone else. You know, I'm in the room with Felicia Rashad, Miss wow. Huxtable, yeah. and James Earl Jones, and the chef from A Different World, Lou Myers, and uh, the chick from Dreamgirls, as I know wow. her, Anika Nani Rose, who also has a Tony under her belt already. Right. You know, I'm in the room just like you know, Debbie Allen's the director. <laughs> I mean, I you know, 18 months out of grad school, I am just I'm just trying not to get fired. Right. You know, every day just trying not to get fired. And um, you know, Terrence came up to me on the very like the second day, and we had went around and introduced ourselves, and again, just trying not to get fired. So. I'll take my introduction, and then I'll go home when the day is done. I won't say anything to anyone. And uh, and Terrence came up to me, and he said something about about the role. And um, the way in which he phrased it was so humble and completely opposite from what um, people might think he would have said or what people might think uh, someone in that position would act like. Mm -hmm. And... uh, 
I've been fortunate enough to have experiences like that in my life with people like Terrence Howard and James Earl Jones and Felicia Rashad and, and uh, Judith Light and Dan Loria from Lombardi and, and, and Dean Kane and Kimberly Lee and folks on my show now that um, you know, I've, I've gotten to learn from some pretty, pretty good OGs. Right. You know, that have been doing what I intend to do, regardless of the level of stardom or celebrity that's achieved, mm-hmm. which is tell stories until we can't tell stories anymore. Absolutely. You know, James Earl Jones was 77 when we did Cat on the Hot Tin Roof and by all means had no business being on stage um, and was the first person off book. And for those who don't know what off book means, that means when you memorize your lines. So you get to put the book down. And we're talking about a whole play, (laughs) not one scene, not three minutes, almost three hours of text, 77 years old. Wow. So, you know, those are the people that I look up to. So, like, you know, I might take my shirt off a lot, but... (laughs) I tell stories for a living. Don't get That's it twisted. That's just promotion. You know, you yeah. work hard for it. Hey, like, it's, hey. Part, it's a package hey. deal. It's a package deal. <laughs> I don't mind it. I'm sure a lot of people don't mind it either. So you continue to do that. I ain't mad at you. I ain't mad at you. So how did you make the transition from theater to, you know, television? I know you did Tyler Perry's For Better or For Worse, yes, The Born yes. Legacy. How yeah, did yeah. you make that transition? Um, the first, well, I did a, I, I actually did this uh, docudrama reenactment thing i don't even know what you call them <laughs> for uh the history channel which i was very honored to be a part of which was called honor deferred that's awesome and it was about um i believe eight african-american soldiers from world war ii who were the uh who were posthumously save one awarded the medal of honor and um it was this big thing world war ii was the only war where they didn't give black soldiers the medal of honor right. the only one in our entire history like right. even the civil war if there was something like the medal of honor back then they did it but in world war ii things were so bad in our country that they didn't do it right. so i played a, a character and uh one of the guys whose name i i forget um i played that guy and that was like my first foray into television it was like three days we were up in like vermont or something i made like 150 dollars <laughs> um but uh after i was on broadway um, I got an audition for Law and Order Criminal Intent, like every other New York oh, so, actor. You know, yeah. you get that Law and Order audition, and you're excited. That's like getting a Pepsi commercial. Come law on, and now. Order, like everybody, Boom. all the successful people are. Law you get and like order. a little Law and Order yeah. stamp on your resume. And <laughs> yeah. Says, yeah, he can he can read lines and not screw up his job. Uh, so I, I did. I played a football player on Law and Order Criminal Intent. That uh, wasn't hard, was it? No, no, not at all. Thankfully, I wasn't guilty, uh, so I didn't play a criminal. But. Um, uh, yeah, that was my first my first joint. It was it was wow. com- completely nerve wracking. Uh, had no idea what was going on. I got there at five o'clock in the morning, and uh, for those of you who don't know, there are many different ways they shoot a scene on television. They'll shoot, you know, a wide shot where they everyone's Absolutely. in it, yeah. and then they'll shoot the coverage, and which means they'll shoot one person, and then they'll shoot another person. Well, a lot a lot of times there's only one camera going at a time, right. so especially in a drama like that, so that means they'll shoot your part, and then they'll shoot somebody else's part. This is my first big television job. Uh, I've got. I watch Law and Order: Criminal Intent. I am a big Catherine Irby, Vincent D'Onofrio fan. Right. Like I don't care what Law and Order it is. I've seen damn near all of them. Right. Um, I wanted to marry Mariska Hargitay at one point. <laughs> like, 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 just I'm, gorgeous. I'm, She's amazing. Hey, yeah. Uh, yeah, you're not gonna see this either. Let's say maybe you will. Come on, after the bus is blowing see, up, right? See maybe the, that's what it's, it's uh, reverse psychology. <laughs> Everyone's gonna see it. Um, <laughs> Love it. Um, <laughs> my demo really used to start with that sound, which is pathetic. But um, uh, yeah, so anyway, I get there, and believe it or not, we we shoot the wide, and then the first thing up is my coverage. 
Yeah. Which means I have to go first. And I have no idea. Like, the like the guy puts me. He's like, so how, how are you going to do this? And I'm just like, uh, what do you mean? How am I going <laughs> to? You mean I have to know how to do this right. in the theater? We work it out together over weeks. You just show up in television and have your shit together. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, I get there and it all, it all goes really fast. And um, by the second day, my second scene, I, I knew what to, you know, to expect. And I, I got there and I, I thought I did terrible. Really? I thought I did. Ter- I thought they were gonna fire me before the second day. I mean, I was thankfully I was so prepared that I was on autopilot. So even yeah. though I was nervous, it didn't matter. Mm-hmm. Um, but I thought I did horrible. And uh, even when I watched it, I was just like, "Oh, Rob, you'll never act again." <laughs> and uh, it was like maybe like a year later, I was able to watch it and go, "Oh, that was actually good." Come on, man, get it together. <laughs> we're so hard on ourselves as performers, but you have to be, yeah, otherwise definitely. you can't get any better. So definitely. Well, now you're on hit the floor. Hit the floor. Amazing show. I love hit the. Floor. Season like, three. I got all my friends hooked to hit the floor. Like I, I love that you. show. Thank so, you, thank you. How did you end up getting that role? Um, I was on VH1's other scripted series at the time, or their only scripted right. series, Single Ladies. I wasn't yes. on it. I had auditioned yes. for it. I played a, a guest star, a top of show guest star in episode five, season two. And um, I took my shirt off a bunch of times. <laughs> and uh, while I was down in Atlanta, I got an audition, like you, like you always do from your agent and your manager. And um, it was for a new show called Bounce, which was right, coming out on right. VH1. So here I am, you know, at, uh, getting ready to do this audition. I'm in my hotel room, and I actually originally auditioned for Derek. And I, oh, I, I okay. put a Derek audition on tape, McKinley and I. We've all laughed about this before. That's hilarious. Um, and... Uh, and then I got a call back when it was time to come back to Los Angeles. And it said, you know, we, they want you to come in for Terrence. And I was just like, oh, whatever. I'll go in for the other guy. I don't care. Um, so I went in for that guy. And uh, and we had a call back, uh, final call back, whatever it was. And I walk in the room and um, uh, Maggie Molina, our, one of our producers, our execs, goes, oh, Robert Riley, I just saw your episode of Single Ladies. And I had, like, just gotten back from Atlanta. So I was like, how do you do that? Because I'm thinking she might have got it on bootleg or something. Right. Like, I'm like, hot lady, how's that? And she goes, oh, well, I'm one of the producers. And I was like, oh, I, you know, didn't know you guys were connected. Okay. Right. Uh, yeah. I said, well, I'm glad you didn't say I just saw your episode of Single Ladies. And then throw me out of the room. So, um, you know, one thing led to another. I, uh. I groaned a couple times because, as you, if you saw the pilot, you know we had that little sex scene in bed, and that right. was the that was actually the audition scene. Uh, there, there was no, wow. there wasn't anyone else there. The reader is sitting, you know, ten feet away. That's hilarious. Uh, yeah, yeah. So I did that and uh, I took my shirt off, and I was out of there. Next thing you know, bounce turns into hit the floor, and right. here we are. So it was a long time between the pilot and before you guys shot another episode, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. We shot the pilot in April of 2012, and we shot the uh, f- second episode in January, I think late January 2013. Wow. So what goes through your head at this time? You're like, okay, I'm auditioning. I auditioned for this role. Yeah, yeah. I got it. I shot the pilot. Yeah. When are we shooting again? Like, wh- were you nervous? Well, we were all nervous. But, right. we, you know, we had this strange hope. I had never been involved in anything like that before. Absolutely. I had screen tested, but I had never been, you know, shot a pilot and was waiting for something to get picked right. up. I had, no, I had heard about it, but I had no idea what was going on. So, um, you know, we all had this hope and knew that we would have to hear from the network. But we knew we had put something really good in the can there was just a feeling um that that this was going to go uh that vh1 wanted this to go they had commissioned this show um it's their baby um and, and not 
it's not that it was good enough, but it was just damn good. Like it was yeah. going to be a good show. It was like you know, glee for dancers if you you know want to be lazy about describing it. Right. And uh, when we finally found out, I remember it was like July, sometime in July, and I I woke up and I had a text message which was a link to an article and it was like Vanity Fair or something like that a Variety or something that was Variety and and said that the show got picked up and then you know then you've got to wait to see if you got picked up because this show there's 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 levels to this so then you get picked up and and, um, you know that happened and then of course there's just a nerve wracking weight of actually you know because you never know all kinds of things could happen at the network before you actually roll those cameras and and then they rolled in January, and we, we, you know, we put on those devil's uniforms for the first time or the second time, yeah. and uh, we've been dribbling basketballs and, uh, and lifting weights ever since. <laughs> okay, that's awesome. I'm gonna be honest because when I first saw the preview, I was like, oh, "Let me check this out." It comes right. on after Love and Hip Hop Atlanta, right. and it went from that to like, "Oh, let me check out this show," to like me like running home every Monday to like watch it, and yeah. I was like, "Not playing." Like, I need to watch it the floor. Do not touch my TV. Yeah, we appreciate it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> At what point did you realize, wow, this show is really blowing up. It's really this big. You know, something happened to my Facebook like a month before the show uh, aired. And my cousin, Therese, uh, who works with Def Jam, she was like, you need to uh, change your prison. Successful family. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to my cousin, (laughs) Therese Joseph, over at A&R and Def Jam. Um, She uh, was like, you need to change your profile uh, before the show comes out. And I was just like, why? And she was like, you're going to have to, like, you can't be a regular person on Facebook anymore. Mm. It's just... And I was like, whatever. And then one day I got like 500 friend requests. The show hadn't aired wow. yet, but somehow people had found out something. So I had to change my, my joint then. And that was the beginning of it. But it, was, it wasn't until, uh, you know what? It was, we had a lot of fun all summer um, in season one. But I went back home for Labor Day to Brooklyn. And uh, I was the celebrity guest of Sesame Flyers International. Shout out to Sesame Flyers, Aisha, uh, Brooklyn stand-up. Um, and I was on their truck, and I was a celebrity guest, and I was with, like, you know, David Levy, one of the most legendary reggae DJs, uh, Caribbean DJs in New York City. And uh, I was 25, 30 feet in the air, and people recognized me. Wow. And were going apeshit. <laughs> And this one woman tried to climb the truck. Of course she did. And this, this truck, this is a truck, uh, it's not a regular truck, like a pickup truck. It's a truck b- built out of like stage scaffolding. So wow. the lower level is, uh, is all speakers, all woofers. And then the top level is the DJ and some more speakers and some people. And, um, you know, there's a couple hundred thousand people out there easily. And, you know, every two, three, four minutes, somebody else would scream, Oh my God. And I'm in full costume. Like I'm decked out. You know, but people were like, oh, my God, that's the guy from the show. And I was just like, this is Brooklyn, New York. You know what I mean? Right. Would be, I think, the fifth largest city in America right. if it was its own city. Uh, almost populous. Um, and people were like, holy shit, that's the guy from that show. And at that point, um, you know, we had a family barbecue the day before that. And, uh, you know, my family loves me. And that's, you know, is what it is. But... That was kind of weird because people started like wanted my autograph and little kids needed wanted pictures <laughs> and whatnot. But then Labor Day was just kind of like, man, like uh, this is real, you know. Um, and and it's been fun, and um, you know that also got me right back in touch with my Caribbean roots. Uh, and I had not that I'd ever left, but um, my people embraced me so much that it was just like, you know, I I definitely need to uh, 
remind everyone that I'm also Trinidadian and Bayesian and uh, first-generation American-born and the child of an immigrant parent and all these other things that give other people that live and identify under those demographics a sense of pride and hope to think that they could get could get to this spot, whatever that means, um, because you can, because that's how I got here. <laughs> I love it. Preach, <laughs> so, man. Preach. So I'm going to get you, off that soapbox. You now. have an amazing cast. <laughs> who is your favorite person to work with on set? Oh. You have to pick one. You have to. Well, I mean, it's got to be Logan, just because we, I mean, yes. we have so much together. My my entire existence is based on right. Logan. Absolutely. So. Absolutely. I love no, her. She's yeah. so gorgeous. She's a sweetheart. I yeah, love her. Yeah, love she, her. she is a, yeah. an amazing human being yeah. um, as well as uh, an actress and uh, quite easy on the eyes as we all know. Uh, yep. <laughs> um, but no, it's just been, you know, Terrence and Yelena's uh, relationship is fun to, to act out. Um, the ups and the downs. It's always fun to see where it goes yeah. <laughs> and how bad or how good it's going to get. Yeah. Um, so yeah, yeah, that's, uh, you know, but I, I have a lot of fun with McKinley, my other counterpart on the show. And that's my man, 50 grand. And, uh, I'm looking for the day when I get to act alongside Kat Bayless because uh, she's, she, I just think she's hilarious. Amazing. After Buzz family. After Love Buzz Kat. TV fam. Love after Kat. buzzing. So I know you know how to play football. Yeah. Do you know how to play basketball? I do. <laughs> like I do. you really, Can you pull up that photo? <laughs> what photo? Oh, the basketball photo? What, which photo? No, oh, no, no, the, never, the never. photo. <laughs> the photo. Well, I wasn't, pl- I mean, I don't, wasn't really playing with the basketball in that photo. I was just kind of holding it. No, that's not, not, not that one. I, we're going to get to that one later. What photo are you talking about? You did beat Nick Purdue. In a oh, that photo. Oh, good old Nick. Oh, buddy. Yeah, yeah. Nick is awesome. Yeah, I think we were both drunk during that game. <laughs> but I still beat him 5-1. to one. You guys have to go check that out yeah. on YouTube. <laughs> it, was, it was pretty hilarious. Um, Nick Purdue, yeah. Rob Riley basketball game. Yeah, yeah. Like, but Google it. I played in the uh, in the Barclays Summer Classic this year. Uh, the Rock Nation Summer Classic, I should say, at the Barclays Center in front of like 10,000 people in Brooklyn with like Chris Brown and uh, all these other people and like DJ Clue and whatnot. And I'm playing at this uh, uh, a game at Michigan State on February 7th. Um, with uh, uh, Jay Ellis and Lance Gross and a bunch of other folks. Nice. So I can, I can hoop a little yeah, bit. a little bit. A little, a little something, bit. something, you know. <laughs> Any funny stories that happened on set that you could tell us about? I mean, I'm not one to, to gossip, and I usually mind my own gossip, business. It's not gossip, it's just so. sharing. It's just sharing. No, no, it's <laughs> gossip. Um, uh, the funniest thing I'll say is that last year, for whatever reason, I got the urge to uh, McKinley... And there's somebody else, but it definitely McKinley loves fresh Krispy Kreme donuts. Really? And there's a Krispy Kreme near the arena where we shoot. Um, and uh, for whatever reason, I wasn't working that day, but I was going to be out there because I was working, you know, the day before and the day after in Ontario. And it's about two hours away. Mm. Um, and uh, I wasn't working that day. And I was just like, you know what? I'm going to I'm going to pack my tiny car full of Krispy Kreme donuts and surprise everyone. Oh, that was nice. So it was it was hilarious. I mean, I'm not saying that. To, it was just funny. And it's probably, you know, it's not something that people are going to probably ever talk about. But I, that was probably one of the coolest things that I'd say I uh, was a part of on the show. Now, I happened to be the one that got the donuts, but that wasn't the point. The point was that we love each other that much or having much enough fun, you know, and enjoy being around each other that much on that show that on someone's day off, they would think to do that. But, you know, like, you know, Cat Bayless had towels made for everyone. Aww. And, like, you know, uh, Valerie has had martini glasses made for everyone. Like, you know, and, and people have framed 
framed pictures made and we've got we all we've all got jackets and like you know what i mean that's 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 the the kind of show that this is and i think um i mean i think people feel that and that's part of why uh why the show is so successful and why people are, are so passionate for it you Absolutely. know um so yeah yeah but no like Funny quips or anything. You know, it's fine. You, you don't guys tell me. It's fine. Y'all, y'all hit the floor. Y'all know I'm not that dude. So, go ahead. <laughs> so I know you guys um, suffered a tremendous loss last month. Oh Stephanie yeah, yeah. Mosley. Yeah, yeah. Stuff. Um, Rest in peace. Devil's stuff. girl, amazing dancer, amazing person, beautiful yeah. person. Um, where were you when you found out that news? Uh, I was here. Uh, yeah, I was here. I just got back. Um, uh, not too long ago, because I spent a lot of time on the road since the show aired in May, and um, and so I've been away from people a, a lot. Mm. And uh, and I woke up, uh, and I was calling. I had to call James uh, about something else, and um, and I was going to call him back. And uh, one of my f- friends, that's one of the basketball players on the show, um, one of the extras, called me and asked me if I had heard about Steph, and I. I said, I don't know what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was like, you gotta, you have to go on TMZ right now. And that was all he said. Wow. And he hung up the phone. Um, and, uh, and then I went and by the time I had looked, he had, he had called me back. And of course there's the, there's the, um, the moment of disbelief, you know, That's you're kind of like, that didn't happen. That didn't happen. Uh, maybe it's not true or mm-hmm. whatever it is. Um, and then obviously slowly but surely the details came out and we, we, we find out. Uh, you know what, or at least what people think had happened, because you know, no one knows what really absolutely, happened. Absolutely, um, But yeah, you know, it's it's um, you, this is it's not about replacing anybody. Steph can't be replaced. Um, she was an invaluable uh, person, uh, just a really, it's a really special person. Like, I mean, a lot of people don't know, will never have got you know, never got the chance to know her, and unfortunately, will not. But um. She was a like every everyone that worked on the show liked or loved Stephanie Mosley. Like that's that's who she was. Whether she had advice or whether she just was, you know, somehow validating you, like uh, yes, you're the shit, or you know, uh, lifting you up, or you know. Um, and I I can't speak to what. Uh, you know what went on in the dances but she was a beast of a dancer and uh you know the, the, the girls all love her and 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 we all we all do on the show i, I won't say did because that hasn't stopped and Absolutely. um and that and yeah and that'll be that so this this season's obviously uh hard you guys had your first table read today too yeah yeah, yeah. but i mean it's that de- it's, it's dedicated to her that's what, I, what I was gonna say you know Absolutely. we all have a job to do we're all professionals and 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 steph wouldn't want anything less than for us to go there and blow this thing out of the water absolutely that's what like that's what you have to do for steph absolutely you know for her memory is so that what she was a part of is as dope as possible Absolutely, you know what i mean um and and it's gonna be um period absolutely love it love it Beautiful person. Thank you for sharing that. Hey, uh, yeah, I was originally going to say I'm not going to talk about it, but it's it's okay. Okay. I mean, you know, I I don't think I misspoken. Um, I think you, I don't think so at all. Yeah. So, how does 
Robert Riley mm. compared to Terrence Wall. Especially in relationships, because mm. Helena has done a lot to you, honey. Mm. <laughs> she mm. has drug deal. Mm. Mm. <laughs> she has slept with someone on your team. Yeah, yeah. How would you handle how would Robert Riley handle that situation? Well, Yelena, Yelena, yeah, Robert wouldn't be together with Yelena. <laughs> Ter- Terrence must love Yelena a lot. Uh no, I I I we have a lot in common, but I mean if in terms of relationships, uh, he's obviously very romantic. Um I can be. Uh I can't say that I am all the time, but I I can be. And I'm a I'm a romantic at heart. A wise uh, older woman once told me that uh, women are actually the pragmatists, and men are typically much more the romantic ones. Because uh, at the end of the day, you, know, you got to take it. care of yourself. Uh, so, <laughs> right? So, um, <laughs> so uh, so there's that side of it. I you know I I've, I haven't bought anyone a restaurant, but I've made my fair share of over the top romantic gestures. Uh, I'm still working on. I got a down payment on a white horse, but <laughs> I haven't gotten that done yet. Um, uh, he he's he's intelligent. Uh, thankfully, I I am as well. Um, he carries himself with a certain amount of dignity and respect and professionalism. He understands the position that he's in, uh, which I I do. Um, and uh, you know, aside from that, we're two completely different people. Yeah, uh, and. And I think some of the, I've been out, I was out a lot this summer in like Barbados and whatnot. And then people got to see, uh, a little bit of a different side of me and, you know, know that I'm from Flatbush, Brooklyn, really. Right. And, and, uh, you know, that there's that aside from having two degrees and being classically trained and being on Broadway. And then, you know, but I'm also really Caribbean and I also, you know, love to drink and, uh, you know, know how to have a good time and That's play, right, you know, yeah. like, these are things that it doesn't seem like Terrence really and does. He's either, yeah, he's either concerned about a championship or you later, or like he's arguing with Derek or he right. wants to beat up zero. Like these are the things that we see about Terrence. Um, so, so yeah, no, I, I probably, uh, not probably, I definitely cut loose a hell of a lot more than Terrence. Um, but I think we both enjoy bourbon because uh, I made that decision for him <laughs> a long time ago. So wherever you are, Terrence, I, obviously I'm talking to myself right now, which got really weird. <laughs> but uh, it just means I have to have two glasses of bourbon later, one for me and one for Terrence. <laughs> Tell my flight attendant to get me two Woodford Reserves. I love it. <laughs> so I know when uh, season two ended, you had an injury. And I was oh. just Disgusting. I was gross. Shout was out so to disgusting. our uh, makeup artist. Yes. I forgot your name. I think it was Kelly something or the other. Oh my God, you were amazing. That was amazing. The I was special not effects expecting makeup that. Woo. I was like, oh my God. Woo. That injury was serious. Yeah. But you yeah. got that ring. You got that championship. Hey, got the ring. Yep. What can we expect from you for this season? Um, well, you know, he got the ring, but he wasn't on the floor to win it. So th- there's, there's obviously, I'm, I'm hypothesizing. I do not have all the scripts. <laughs> um, I've read, uh, episode one and two and no, I will not divulge any information. So do not ask me over the next six months on Instagram, Twitter, or in person. Um, we don't want you to get in trouble because we love seeing you on the show. Yeah, listen, it, you, you couldn't pry it out of me. Truth serum wouldn't get it. I like wipe it from my mind. I've got a neuralizer at home. I borrowed it from Will Smith. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, the, Terrence and Yelena's relationship is, is seem, seems to be in a really good spot. Uh, right now, I, I'd say that it's, I mean, hell, it seems like the definition of true love. Um, and, I, mm-hmm. I, and, uh, as a human being, I'd like to see that, uh, you know, pan yeah. out. <laughs> but, um, 
I, I think that, you know, there's a new season and there's zero still on the team. So there's still that beef, I'm sure. And, uh, and, uh, there's a changing of the guard because Derek is obviously now the man and, uh, and, Kobe, I mean Terrence is on his <laughs> is on his way out. Uh, I'm not taking shots at Kobe, but I am. I'm not. You're the man. I'm just kidding. You're just getting old like me. You got old knees. It's not your fault. I mean, shoulder hurts. Mine too, man. Mine too. I just don't have all the millions of dollars, brother. Right? You know? <laughs> I wish I'd trade my knee for a couple million in a heartbeat. Uh, but yeah, so I think there'll be a lot of that. But just more of the same. I got to tell you, we 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 read episodes two, one and two today, and. It was so damn good to be back. And the show is is just getting better and better every season. And it was it was yeah, it was exciting in there today, y'all. I'm gonna tell you. Anybody like you saw that picture we all posted on Instagram, it was exciting. People were hooting and hollering and you know, clapping and cheering and you know, giving it their all and making jokes and just hugs and kisses and uh we were all glad to be back, so I love it. Yeah, yeah. Are there any special guests next season that you know about? She could tell us about. If not, I don't want you to get in trouble. <laughs> yeah, no, no. The answer is no. I can't. I, there are there are definitely special guests. We'll I will just say watch that. It. I'll say in episode two, you uh, one and two, we bring some folks back. Okay, it's hit the floor. It's a family. It is. Look, if if it ain't broke. Okay. All right. All right. Gotcha. We ain't got to. We don't got to finish <laughs> yeah, that yeah, one. All right. All right. All right. Got it. Got it. So the ladies want to know, they're watching, they're like, why is she asking all these questions? All I want to know is if Robert is single. Oh, man. <laughs> you know, when I had a publicist, I would say, don't let them ask this question. Um, and uh, Do you need a publicist? Because there's people looking for jobs right now. <laughs> I, you know what? I'm sure there is, but I'm not. I'm kind of not in that game right now. Uh, I'm kind of chilling, focused on my, on my work here uh, and telling stories, like right. I said. Uh, but, um, yeah, I'm chilling. Chilling. I'm chilling. I'm I'm uh I'm chilling right now. I got I love that. That's very LA of you. <laughs> very LA. Very LA. T- I feel like she just said the Brooklyn boy is very LA. LA. I don't know what that, that means. That was very LA of you. Uh, chilling. I'm everyone chi- everyone in LA is chilling. I'm chilling too. It's Listen, not a bad thing. It's it's a good thing. Look, I like to keep my private life private. And I, I think that it. people that are successful in this business in the romantic arena do that more often than not so what i'm trying to tell you whoever you are um the girl that was uh, climbing the track to get to you <laughs> no, no we, we did not uh, she did not no, make she's it she's the one she's she the one who wants to know yeah all right you yes ma'am i believe i spoke to your niece on instagram or something she's like i think my auntie was the one that was climbing the truck anyway so y'all are gonna die laughing at this next christmas or on labor day uh but it, if I was dating you, it's not about keeping it a secret. Absolutely, yeah. Uh, it's not about um, letting people believe you're single. It's about the fact that it's nobody else's goddamn business. I respect it. I respect that. <laughs> so that's really what it boils down to. Like, you know, I'm, uh, you know, I, I see, I see the lady that I see when I see her, um, and that's about it. Whoever that lady is, whenever she is. So just to keep the hope alive. <laughs> What do you look for in a woman? Just so they can go off their checklist. <laughs> oh, oh, well, this is an easy one. Yeah. Um, it, class, intelligence, uh, confidence, a sense of humor, um, and a sense of self and, like, your place in the world, like, as a human being, uh, what, what we're here to do, uh, what we can do yeah. while we're here. Um, you know, uh, we can get past all the pretty this and beautiful that because you're either attracted to somebody or you're not so it doesn't matter if 
you are under some blanket pretty. If I think you're pretty, that's you know really all that matters. Uh, so yeah, there's that. I mean, I think those things are pretty, pretty easy to come by. And then also, don't be like a, don't be selfish, yo. Like, yeah. I, uh, like I'm, I'm gonna throw that one in there. Do it. Don't be selfish. Don't be selfish. Like, don't be selfish. You know, um, relationships are two way streets. You know, and and um, if you want somebody to be down for you, uh, one hundred, then you should be down for them one hundred, um, and and vice versa. And that that goes for dudes and chicks, and 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 dudes messing with dudes and chicks messing with chicks. I don't care. It doesn't matter. Like, just you know. Don't, don't, be, be don't be selfish. Don't be selfish. Don't be Hashtag selfish. Hashtag don't be selfish. Hashtag don't be selfish. <laughs> Hashtag get it together. Hashtag <laughs> I'm not playing. Rob, how many times do you go to the gym? Because I, I did see that Instagram picture yeah. with the basketball. Yeah, yeah That yeah, had yeah, everybody yeah. going crazy. Yeah, 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 how many, yeah. like, I'm sure you got, like, a lot more followers than you post that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was, yeah. yeah. And that was, that was an amazing, it was a beautiful picture. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. Thank you. Like, I would, I would hang that on my wall and call it art. Yeah. See if I can get you a print. How many times do you work out? Uh, a lot. I'd say, you know, I'm in the gym five, six days a week when we're doing the show. Um, and sometimes twice a day. It, it, it all depends. You know, On there are. Well, look, at the end of the day, there are. Um, unrealistic standards of beauty on television <laughs> uh, and in uh, uh, in pop culture. So um, we adhere to them. Uh, men and women on our show uh, uh everybody is uh is in excellent shape uh, as well as they possibly can be uh, we we push ourselves to the limit uh not in an unhealthy way uh but we do uh tr- strive to work as hard as possible so that we can present the best thing possible and uh and part of that for this show is uh you know is making sure that when those shirts come off that people are uh you know, I guess at this point, see what they're accustomed to seeing. You don't want you don't want Terrence's shirt to come off next year. You'd be like, uh, oh, oh no. And this is not a shot, but this is like when those pictures went around of like Chris Brown. He had the pudge, and all the girls were like, "What happened?" Like, oh yeah, they get heartbroken. Yeah, I'm like, he like... ate some sandwiches. That's what happened. <laughs> Let that man eat a sandwich and some French fries. Like, I'm a regular dude. I drink beer and eat cheeseburgers and French fries, and I like bacon. But I give that up sometimes for y'all. So that I, you know what I mean. But off season, don't expect this. Uh, you see me in Barbados, I'm gonna be all right, but I'm not gonna be Terrence Wall. I'm just letting you know. Um, <laughs> I'm be close, but I ain't gonna be, you know, eating rabbit food and tuna and shit like that. <laughs> so, do you have any upcoming projects outside of Hit the Floor? I know you did Lifetime. Uh, yeah, you love. know, I, Seasons of Love, which Taraji came out on P. Lifetime. Taraji, one of our exec uh, producers, and also, uh, you know, appeared in the film, uh, which I got to work with Gladys Knight, which was fantastic. Yeah. And everyone on the film was dope. I didn't get to work with Method Man, but he was in it, so to Cal. Um, it, no, that was dope. I, I did a film called Destined with uh, Corey Hardrick, who was just in American Sniper. Okay. Um, and um, and Margot Bingham and Jesse Metcalf from uh, uh, from most recently. Um, what is the name of that show on TNT? What's his show? Dallas. Dallas. Okay. Most recently yeah. on Dallas, um, which is was a great a great film um, uh, written and directed by Kasim Basir, who wrote Muslim, yeah. uh, produced by Tommy Oliver of. Uh, I, can't, I forgot how to pronounce the movie that begins with a K that won you all the accolades, but then 1982 <laughs> most recently with Hill Harper and company. Um, a great film. That'll probably probably be out in the spring sometime, looking at festivals, film festivals, maybe Toronto. Um, uh, working on 
you know, actually finalizing the recordings for some of the spoken word stuff that I've been doing for a while now. Um, I just installed a, a recording studio in my house awesome. so that uh, it becomes a lot easier to do. And, uh, you know, I've, I've, this photography thing has really picked up uh, yes. and I don't I don't you know some people may not know but I'm a photographer uh, and you can see a lot of that stuff um, at the fresh perspective without the e at the end because someone took that and is not using <laughs> it um, on Instagram and uh, you know I just I, I love I love taking photos um, and apparently I'm all right at it and um, no I'm actually pretty good uh, but I take photos of anything I take you know these great black and white street shots of uh, just you know interesting people usually folks that are might be uh, down and out or look like they have some kind of story. A lot of times they just seem like that and aren't really. Um, and uh, that's, I mean, it's, it's I'd call it a hobby, but I do it so much that it's, like I'm flying to New York right now to go do some photo hey, shoots. don't say that. They're going to be at the airport. I'm flying to New York right now. <laughs> They're going to be at the airport. It's not going to be up by then. It's not going to be up. Streaming live, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, damn! You got me! Um, I didn't tell you what airport I was coming in, though. But no, so, you know, I'm doing that. That's that's something I love doing. I love the ability to create art instantly. I don't need anyone's help, really, to do it. I'll that's take nice. photos of grass or a flower or an insect if I have to. Um, but I, I love taking photos of people. And, um, you know, so that's that's a big deal. The FreshPerspective.com is actually already uh, built. It's just a private site. Okay. Um, and I'll be unleashing that at some point in the near future. Um, I'm, I may coincide it with season three, or I may make it something completely unto itself uh, sometime in the spring, just to give us all something to do. A little gallery showing. Um, other than that, that's about it. I still strum my guitar every now and then. Okay. You know, usually keep that to myself. Um, but I might show up at a coffee shop near okay. you at some point. Um, uh, helping out my brother put some stuff together so I'm getting into some video editing and whatnot. Uh, my brother Sugar Sean Riley, as I said, the uh, comedian from New York City. Uh, so, yeah, you know, just living life. I love it. Yeah. And you are a great photographer. I've seen your uh, work on your page because I clicked Thank on you. it and I was like, who is this? Who that? And then I was like, oh, it's him. And yeah. I was like, wait. And I was like, oh, okay. Who is this it fresh perspective really person that keeps taking yeah. pictures of Rob Riley? It was really good. Thank you. It was really good. I appreciate that. So I'm going to play a quick game with you, okay? All right. It's called The Hot Seat. Oh. <laughs> You know what? I used to play this game. Did you? Um, I used to play that game with my father. I used, to, no, I, I used to play this game. Uh, I'm not even going to say when, but somebody will dig it up and we will all share a laugh. Okay. Well, these questions, you only have to, to sell answer. Hot seats. So did you? <laughs> Go ahead. Oh, wow. Hilarious. It is hilarious when you find out. We got to get into that. But oh, yeah. Go ahead. You only have to answer yes or no. All right. Okay. So have you ever kissed Logan Browning offset? No. Is there anyone on the cast of Hit the Floor that you can't stand? No. You sure? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Have you ever messed around with anyone from the cast? No. Okay. Do Taylor Page and Logan Browning really like each other? Offset? Yes. I thought so. None of my business, but yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yes, they do. Um, do you have better abs than the Coonley Freeman? <laughs> uh, I think that, that that is a matter of choice. Uh, thank God we're both ripped um, and we have different abs. So whatever abs you like, we have one of those for you. Uh, well, I'm, that's the beauty of our show. You, whatever you want, we got. Like, yeah, that's true. Yeah, we got a version of it. So don't don't don't, don't you worry. Do you enjoy your sex scenes on the show? Uh, do I enjoy them? 
Yes. I, I, I don't not enjoy them, but I, I mean, I don't creepily enjoy them. Like, oh, I get a sex scene today. <laughs> you know what I mean? But it's my That's job. good. I'm glad you did. Yeah, no, that would be really creepy. You did that voice really good, though. Well, yeah. I told you I do voiceovers. <laughs> do the New York Knicks suck this year? Yes. Okay, thank you. Thank you for being honest. Because everybody from New York like, I'm no, so we sorry, Mello. Mello, I'm so it. sorry, Lala. I'm not trying to play your husband, but the Knicks are terrible this year. And this is the most important question. Oh. Are the Seahawks going to beat the Patriots at the Super Bowl? <sighs> no. Rob, just when we were getting along. <laughs> I'm from Seattle. <laughs> Russell Wilson's my boo. I love you, boo. Oh, was he? <laughs> Do you have Kleenex for him? So no. when he cries this year, this week oh. or next week? <laughs> I, I just, I shut up and play better in the second half. Calm down. It's a football game. I digress. That's how I That was a very emotional game. Okay? Hey, man, listen. It was a very Look. emotional game. No, come on. Just No, no, I get it. You get swept up in emotion. Terrible. It's a game. You put a just lot into we were, it. We were getting along the whole show, and then hey, he has to go and That doesn't talk mean about we can't team. be friends. No, we can't. Anyway. Okay. <laughs> well, enough Where this. can the people find and you I'm out on this social media? Where can people find you on social media? At Rob Riley NYC on Instagram and Twitter. At The Fresh Perspective without the E on the end. Instagram um, and um, RobRileyNYC.com and of course TheFreshPerspective.com coming soon to a site and a phone and a tablet near you. Awesome. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Kiki Ayers, K-I-K-I-A-Y-E-R-S. Please make sure to subscribe to our YouTube page slash AfterBuzz TV. Also check us out on Instagram and Twitter as well at AfterBuzz. All the people that are blowing up my Instagram right now about the photo shoot that I'm doing uh, tomorrow in New York and I'll get back to as many of you as I can. I know I started trouble. Thank you guys for watching. From executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.